Hey everybody, welcome back. Our latest No Wristbands After Hours episode is up and we are happy to welcome back our friends from OK Cool. Fresh off of selling out Shubas, they join us to walk us through each track on their excellent new album, Fawn. It's always great to get a chance to chat with Haley and Bridget and we're even more excited to hear about how these songs came together and what they have planned for the next couple of months. They'll be playing around Chicago over the next couple of months, so please make sure you get a chance to get out there and see them. And as always, please make sure you follow us on Instagram or Twitter at No Wristbands or follow our Facebook group at uh, No Wristbands We Drink For Free. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Uh, We are lucky enough to be back with... Haley and Bridget from OK Cool, who are here to talk to uh, the No Wristbands crew for our After Hours podcast about Fawn. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hello. Good, good. It's us, They're- your co-hosts. Good to be here. <laughs> back, everyone. Regulars you know, on the show. To, we'd love to yeah. have you back as much as you want. Uh, they're riding a high from just selling out and playing at Shuba's last week. So first of all, let's start out there. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. you. It was so, so cool. What was the best part besides selling out? I just to like so many people we knew were there. So many people we didn't know, which was crazy. We got to play with two other cool bands, Background Character and Scarlet Demore. And uh, one of my favorite highlights is uh, Joe Boffman, who did the Nissan Weekends video, brought the set. No way. Yeah. So yeah. that was wow. really cool to see. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, like, like half the room. he like well, it was we big, put it yeah. up by the merch <laughs> so people could come up and like see. I don't know. I initially thought I was like, where are we gonna put this? But it ended up being like a really cool thing that like drew attention to the uh-huh. merch. Honestly, yeah, like, I just awesome. kind of bumped the shirts higher so you could see them over it. And um, yeah, I don't know. People seem to really get a kick out of it, so it was really cool. Um, yeah. Was there Pretty any thought night. about getting the light bright out for some soaked in reference? We should have. We can in the future. Yeah, we didn't really think about All that. Right. You know, there was really not a lot of room show. to work with. Yeah. We should have put that really on not stage. A lot. We should just have it say, okay, cool, on stage. Yeah, it does. Uh, even if you like, you press it to like stay on, it will just turn off after like five minutes. Well, Fair for enough. that five minutes, it'll be unbelievable. It'll be insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark, <laughs> Mark, it seems like you might have some manager abilities here. Yeah, yeah shoot your ideas our way. Oh, we're not uh, looking. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This will just be unwanted uh, yeah. advice, right? Yes. Like, we already talked to Haley about uh, some thoughts about getting married. So yes, why not yeah. just keep going? Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Fawn. Uh, mm-hmm. Great, great album. I bought it on Bandcamp the second it got announced. Can't stop playing it. So Huge sweet. Fan. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Uh, let's. Uh, we can do this one of di- several different ways. So I'll kind of let you guys take the lead. We can talk about it overall as a concept, or we can go track by track through it. So you decide which adventure you'd like to take. <laughs> I feel like track by track just makes more sense organizationally, just for like organizing my thoughts and stuff like that. I don't know. Sounds three, three, great. Three. <laughs> three, three, three. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about it. Three, three, yeah. three. Let's I just talk. learned. Uh, Bridget didn't do this on purpose, but I just learned that it's the angel number which i didn't know because 666 is the devil yeah number. <laughs> i didn't know so that that's actually is a coincidence. that is that part in the bible so i know? don't know i didn't read that book <laughs> that was on your summer reading list dude <laughs> skip that one i did the spark notes oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah away, uh, yeah so <laughs> why this is gonna get complicated uh so 
it's it's kind of like a little bit of a departure it seems like like it's a little bit more of like a slow build than i feel like just jumping into things like your guys music usually is yeah i think that i like when you're like going into or i guess not even intentionally going into a record but i don't know i think as far as the placement anyways i like to make use of your like your intro track and like what Mm -hmm. that could mean as far as setting a stage per se I always, I always kind of picture this one. Once we kind of had like a batch of songs going with, I kind of always picture this one at the beginning because I. This is kind of a tangent, but when I wake up in the morning, like I really, and like I'm working and I put on music, I can't really put on like rock music. I just like need that gentleness mm-hmm. to kind of carry mm-hmm. me into all my bullshit. So I like pretty much only do like folky acoustic music in the morning because I'm just like, Mm -hmm. this is all I can handle. So I think like in a parallel way, that's kind of where my mind was at in terms of like introducing the record with something acoustic and like a little bit lower. Um, I just don't, I don't know. We've also like only made like a couple like, you know, quote unquote records. And I think with the chance to make something a bit longer, I wanted to try and emulate records that i really enjoy in the ways that they began and kind of like seeing it as setting a stage and telling you kind of about what the themes of the record are going to be mm-hmm. and like kind of guiding your ear slowly into i don't know the you know the stuff that's coming up next but yeah that's kind of the reasoning behind starting it like that um so what are the themes that you're laying out at the start of this <laughs> Just like, I don't know. I mean, all across, I think it's just like introspective moodiness. Like, yeah, I think it kind of sets the tone for like the vibes. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the vibes are just like, you know, I'm depressed and thinking about how much I'm depressed or whatever. And just like, I don't know. I mean, that sounds like silly, but like, honestly, I think think a lot of it is just like reflections on like stages of depression and just like thought cycles you can get stuck in, but just kind of trying to just document it, just write it down and like Mm -hmm. see how they can kind of work against you. And I don't know, just trying to reckon with a lot of it, honestly, because I feel like normalcy is pretty similar to that in that regard where it's like kind of tossing and turning around this idea in your head of like, not that like anything is should or should not, but like, if I'm feeling this way, should I go do something else or should I sit here for a while? And like, I don't know what, mm-hmm. it, what is each kind of option going to do for me and things like that. Sure. So I don't know. It's just kind of that classic. Okay, cool. Introspection for I know. the lyrics. We talked for a long time too, about three, three, three going into normalcy. That was like pretty early on determined that that was how that was going to be. Yeah. I do like how those kind of, they both kind of are it's the same key for both of those songs so i wanted to take advantage of that um i wanted to hit that second track with that like that's your classic single track like a yeah. really really strong track to kind of grab people while they're in the beginning of it um and i also liked that it goes right from like this really like you know dark build up to this silly little riff that just like <laughs> just like <laughs> i don't know i like this huge like the kind of like immediate vibe shift that it does there mm-hmm. so I'm happy we did that. Yeah. Nor- Normalcy is one that we've been playing for the longest too live. And I think that that one really had a lot of time to like workshop and kind of fine tune on stage actually. So that was kind of interesting compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. So when you're writing lyrics, <clears throat> like when you're, you said you're writing about being depressed. I don't want to put mm-hmm. words in your mouth, but 
Yeah. That's, that's okay. Uh, phew, cleared that hurdle. Are you writing just to write? Like, is this like journaling or is this like I'm writing with the intention of these being lyrics? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely lyrics. Well, mostly it's lyric, pretty much like 90% of the time. Um, but it's like in a journaling way. I don't know. Yeah. I think for this one, I came up with that guitar like lick first. And then I went back and I kind of like just like had it on a loop and was just kind of like figuring out like what kind of vocal melody. Usually I like try to like just have the vocal melody just kind of like spitball it as I'm like listening to it over and over again. And then try to just try to see what words come up naturally as I'm just like listening back to it a bunch. So it's like it's like journaling and songwriting at the same time. It's not like I'm specifically going into it usually to like try and write about anything. It's more of like just listening to what my current mood or moods have been and just trying to channel that out a little bit more. Yeah, a little it. subconscious kind of thing. Definitely, yeah. Sure. So 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 trying to find a creative way to describe how you're feeling, to express yeah. how you're feeling. Yeah, because I, I think it's a good way of like kind of dragging it out of my head if I'm not really mm-hmm. even sure what I'm feeling or why. I think that can mm-hmm. kind of be a good way to process it. Yeah, I love that. And then you, then you yeah. made that great music video for it. The haunted house one that was a ton of fun yeah yeah we so we filmed like a, a music session it was like a they have a pool in their backyard these guys that reached out to us um and it's just like an empty drained pool and we played like a live set in there and like oh October. yeah i saw that on youtube yeah and they're they oh, just yeah. like have crazy ideas and they have cool cameras and they they love to film stuff at their cool house out in elgin or st charles mm-hmm. or elgin i think elgin so. and by the way um you can find them on instagram at roadhouse underscore production uh, mm-hmm. Justin is the main person that runs that and he is just the most amazing person. He's a really good Polaroid photographer as well as videographer. Oh. Uh, and it was oh, him. Yeah. Griffin is another person that does that stuff. Brian also helped out a, a lot. Um, and they were just like the dream team. Mm-hmm. Could not recommend working with them enough. Yeah, they they had the whole project like laid out from start to finish and we just showed up and, and filmed and they were like, <laughs> here's where you now fall on the floor. And we were like, okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Still what they said, yeah. so... We were very uh, lucky to have that fall in our lives. Did all three of your music videos for this album kind of work out that way where somebody approached you with an idea or were you like, this is what we want for this one? Mostly. Yeah, we don't really like we don't really like kind of having too much of like our own idea in there. Um they did reach out to us for that one, I think. They did, yeah. Um The one with Joe was definitely not our idea at all. Um that just kind of started from just like a passing conversation at a show where he was just like oh i'm like i'm i want to do something stop motion at some point again and i was like i mean i can hit you up yeah (laughs) but then as far as all the details that was just all him we just let him run with it Mm -hmm. and then for the soaked in video we came to our friend tracy just because we're like working with them and i was like i don't know you know really what i want to do with this i just kind of figure something with a light bright could be really cool just embracing like the really neat like vintage and nostalgic look of that Mm -hmm. Right. And again, like they just kind of ran with it. So, yeah, we've been very lucky that, that people like, I don't know, stuff seems to come to us when we need mm-hmm. it. We've been very fortunate <laughs> with that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you put good out in the world. Maybe it comes back your way. Sure. Hopefully. That's that's three, 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 right? Uh, <laughs> halfway to the devil. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bad joke. Uh, all right. So let's talk about for what uh, when reading through these lyrics, uh, I was kind of <laughs> like, whoa, this one's heavy. 
Sure. <laughs> I think like a subject matter, not just because there's rock in there, but somebody said this one should have been a, a single, and and that stood out to me. I thought that was interesting. I didn't really see it that way at first, but I can totally see it now. I think another reason why, like, I'm still glad it wasn't is just because I think I think it was important to use the ones that were a little like had a little bit more in terms of length because I think it's just like kind of gives you more to work with if you're kind of like like seeing if you're going to write about it or whatever and i also think like for people that are really you know just really want to be able to hear what you're saying i think this is definitely not the song for you you know um and i think like sometimes for for singles it is good to have the legibility a little bit more um that being said this is like what i'm super proud of because i think when we, when i came up with like that weird time signature part i was like this is exactly what i want to be making um oh, yeah so yeah, I don't know. I think this is like a really fun song. It, it's always fun to play live. It goes super fast, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's quick. It's it's like a little little rock and rolly, I guess. Yeah, you're yeah. in, you're out. It's on to the yeah. next one. Yeah, so, sort of expanding the the okay cool sound. Yeah, I would love to just keep doing just like kind of building out my like musical vocabulary in terms mm -hmm. of like what other like weird stuff can I put in here that just like really scratches that itch because i just yeah. want to keep like playing with stuff like that i love like dual guitar lines mm -hmm. and weird meters and i don't know then being able to like flip the script back into something a little bit more accessible sure i, I don't know i think it's cool when you're kind of be able to like go between those two kind of things 100 percent. and yeah. i what i like is like <clears throat> it's if you listen to this you'd be like oh yes this is an okay cool album song but it's also expanding on on what you guys sound like and, it, and mm -hmm. I, I hate to use the word like polished because that makes it sound like the other stuff wasn't good but this is like a more like clean sound i guess mm -hmm. to me and i really like while not like taking anything away from what you guys have done in the past then like one of my favorite things is like jangly guitars and like that's like all over this record too <laughs> yeah so i love 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 that so much I, I do think we leaned into that a little bit more in this one yeah. Well, I thank you very mm -hmm. much. <laughs> You're very welcome. We love to jangle uh, over here. Yeah. <laughs> I like to call them jingle jangles, but I don't think that's everyone just calls it jangles. Nobody ever has the jingle. Only in December. So. You can call it whatever you want. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you. Uh, let's talk about Nissan Weekend. So you had that killer music video with the stop motion rabbit. Yeah, that was um, really cool. That's Joe Boffman. Um, we worked with him for the time and a half music video, too, uh, where he did some cool stop motion with us, which was very fun. Um, yeah, that kind of fell on us too. Like Bridget said, we were just kind of talking to him at a show she was, and it, he just mentioned he was looking for stuff. So we were very lucky to grab him at a good time. It seems like when he wasn't too busy, because mm -hmm. stop motion is really, really tedious and demanding. Yeah, so. yeah. I can only imagine. Cannot. Uh, show do him either up. one of you own a Nissan that you're currently trying to pay off? I do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I so the song I wrote actually at work. I I had a lot of downtime at work on the shift that I was working. It was like a late night shift, um, and you know there's just like server racks humming behind me and just like kind of sitting on my phone and just kind of like just feeling very bored but also overwhelmed with life outside of that because it was kind of taking up a lot of my time you know, to do other things. So mm -hmm, it, it felt right. like I was doing nothing and everything all at once and kind of, yeah, battling with that. I'm curious. You said you wrote it at work. So you mean like the lyrics or you had it in mind when you were writing the lyrics? Like it was all just at once. Uh, Yeah, this is a kind of one that just like the melody and the lyrics and everything just kind of like hit me. 
Mm-hmm. I think so nice afterwards. Yeah, I didn't have a guitar or anything. <laughs> I was just at work, so I had to go home and and like pair stuff to it. But it kind of like the melody and the concepts came to me. Were you like nobody talked to me until I get the guitar? Or? <laughs> no, I just did it as like a voice memo on my phone. I'll go. do that a oh, lot, nice. and then you know every once in a while I'll come back and find something. I probably should do that again. I have like a a handful of memos that I you know I record it and then I put my phone down and I walk away for a month and then I'm like oh shit I have to <laughs> I have to look at that again. <laughs> well, that's so tough too because it's like even if you can hear it in your head, you're only able to convey like you know a really rough like take of your vocal yeah. melody that you're thinking of and it's like even sometimes when i try to do that if i listen to it later i'll just be like i i don't hear it anymore like what i was hearing before yeah. and i don't know what this was supposed to be mm-hmm. i think i did go home and do it that night but i think yeah it just was one of those things you have to like keep singing it in your head until you right. do no which is scary <laughs> yeah and it, and it's nice having somebody pay you to be doing that at work <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's a good use of time, I guess. Uh huh. <clears throat> yeah, I think what I really like about the song is it's like, I think it's really relatable, right? Like, we all have these times in our life where all of a sudden you're like, God, I have like real adult responsibilities, but I just like want to fuck off and like hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And like, how do I balance all those disparate wants, needs, and dreams, you know? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to juggle. It's a lot on anyone's plate, I think. Yeah, great job. Uh, now comes one of my favorite songs on the album, uh, Mud. So how I love did, how did Mud come together? Yeah, <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. How did this song come together? I think just like before. Oh well, I I wanted to build something. Once again, I was listening to Spirit of the Beehive at some point, and I really just liked. Hell yeah. The concept of a song that has like the same kind of driving drum beat the whole way over. And it's like super simple and whatever, but like what you can do with that, what you can build around that can just be so you can make those drums like such a rock for yourself and just like mm-hmm. just make something. I wanted a couple times in this song, and it's like it's funny, not this song, this album, but a couple times in this album, I really tried to let myself sit in things a little bit more rather than like end it too soon. And like I say that knowing that it's still like 17 minutes long, but <laughs> that's what I mean. It's Not like the this song, song the album, yeah. This song for me is me trying to like chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think I was able to do something a little bit slower. Um, that bridge part like repeats a couple of times, which I don't like to usually do. But I was like, yeah, what if we say. just kind of tried to actually sit in something I for a little bit and see what we can kind of like, maybe you could still be interesting even though i'm sitting in it for a little bit yeah um, i think because i think, I think that, about sorry go ahead i was just gonna say just like the droning nature of it and like the simplicity of like the drums and i try to keep the bass just kind of like on the one note the whole time kind of just yeah. hovering with it so i think that like that gave a lot of room for the guitar to shine in that bridge and i think it really really pops when it hits and it has just like such a great rhythm to it thank you now- um now, when you've got a song like that and you've got an idea in your head of how you want it to go, do you generally just get in there, record it, it's done, that's it? Or does it evolve as you're going through the process? It evolved a little bit. I mean, I put just like this fake drum beat in there because I have to record the drums later. But, you know, I wanted something simple so I could definitely work with what the idea was there. Um and I wanted just like to yeah, keep the idea of something that's just like, okay, just something that's droning. And then let's see if I can make like a fun vocal melody on top of it. Um, I don't know. Like Spirit of the Beehive uses a lot of like kind of like t- 
talk singing shouting at some points and like mm -hmm. it all just really caters to that rhythmic part of my brain that just like really enjoys that mm -hmm. kind of thing with like shimmering guitars but it's also like this really solid like driving beat i don't know i wanted to speak be like what what could i make that like the end goal is always like what can i make that if i wasn't me i would like and mm -hmm. so i try to emulate parts of songs that i really enjoy and think about like what do i like about that song you know not the melody per se sure. but like what right. parts of this song do i want to emulate and so those those elements kind of stood out to me and so yeah i i kind of just did the same thing as before where once i had like a nice little simple guitar line down and the drums down i just kind of listened to it a bunch of times and just try to process what i had in my mind um and then i've also just wanted to get more into like trying to get better tapping in general so um i don't know i have like i have a couple of friends who are really really good at tapping and what they'll do sometimes i looked up a bunch i remember looking up a bunch of like videos for how to write tapping parts because i was like i don't know where to put my fingers yeah but one really good way to do that is to just kind of hold a chord and then just see what different things you can kind of pluck out up here mm -hmm. like if you have if you start with the base of like okay if you just strum it it sounds good so we just can kind of look at different things up here and see what i can kind of mess with um so i don't know that's that's kind of how it ended up being and i don't know i liked stuff making something that was like shouty and like reverby yeah. and mm -hmm. i don't know again it's just like just kind of wanting to to take things that i really enjoy listening to and, and make something else that i really enjoy listening to so so did did this song evolve from like you brought it to Haley? Uh, Haley, are you are you like okay? What can I add to it? Like, what? How does that dynamic work for the two of you? I mean, a lot of the songs that we write, we don't really like like change the structure or like dive too deep on. They're very like mm -hmm. minute like tweaks that we'll make to each other's stuff. I think um, mm -hmm. for this one, I really just put the the droning bass part on it, and that kind of was that. You know, I mm -hmm. I think there's very few songs that will like move around structure or like try new things on you know unless you know we just have a little piece of a hook and we need to stretch that out or something but i think this one was pretty much yeah you you might not have had the tapping or something when you first sent it to me but yeah yeah but no i think she's right i think that's another reason why like we opted to just like make all the pretty much all the names of the songs are the same as when like when i when we first wrote yeah. them and things like that it's just because it definitely is just like taking the demos and then just kind of recording them a little mm -hmm. bit cleaner and that's really it i think that's like i don't know it's kind of a pro of not using a producer it's like could this be better maybe but if it's but it's original mm -hmm. you know yeah. it's like it's really raw not you know i think yeah, it's I was, important yeah i like feeling like something isn't too touched up and like could it be touched up at all i'm sure but yeah. there's kind of a strength in it not being touched you right. know? totally so yeah it's it, it's the real okay cool yeah and we've tried to like work some of them and the, usually those ones get dropped because it's mm -hmm. just like this feels weird and kind of manufactured and like yeah, the pieces aren't forced. going it doesn't make sense yeah yeah i think because also in yeah. general i think for both of us like we really like to just write the whole thing in one sitting I don't know it it never feels quite the same when i try to go back to it and like i i wish it. it wasn't the case i wish we could like sit <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. Bridge, but it just, i just yeah. lose I think, it i lose yeah. the thread it doesn't make sense if i come mm -hmm. back to it later yeah. it's like well now what do i do with this i don't know 
Yeah, 100% agree. So that's kind of why uh, a lot of things, they don't change after the first sitting because there's not a lot to change by that time because mm-hmm. I've already put, you know, six hours or so into it. So, yeah. Uh, well, you nailed it on mud, especially Thank the you. tapping. I love, I love tapping. It makes me think of Minus the Bear. Thank uh, you so much. <clears throat> Whiplash. Let's talk about that. How did that song come together? Um, hmm. I remember I was worried that there might be too many acoustic ones with 333 and Whiplash. I, <laughs> I don't feel that way songs. now, but I know. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I don't want to overdo it, you know? That's a fourth <laughs> of the album so right short. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah, I Whiplash. Know. We got drop D tuning. That's fun. Oh, yeah, that's why. So, I don't know. I'm sure I already talked about this, but I love Alex G and everything he does. So, great. I've listened to him a lot and I've been looking at, I don't know. Sometimes I want like some fresh ideas for chords and stuff because I feel like I just kind of use mm-hmm. the same stuff over and over again and it's not inspiring to me. So, I just like remembered a lot of just his stuff is in Drop D. So, I just kind of peruse, you know, chords to his songs and see what he comes up with and what he's using in his toolbox. Um, and then just kind of play around with that and try to see where that goes. So, I don't know. I just been jamming a drop D for a while. Nothing was really coming. Um, I don't exactly remember like making that riff to be honest, but it worked out. There it was. I think you you yeah, just sent was. me like the guitar riff at first and just like a oh, really memo, yeah. And yeah. You, you were like, should I keep going with this or something? And I was like, yeah. That sounds <laughs> great. Nice. That's mm-hmm. nice. Um, so that's really that. I think in general, I don't know quite where this came from, but the sound of like that kind of stripped down kind of um, feeling where you have an acoustic with drums. It just feels so fresh. Like there's something about mm-hmm. that. That's so clean. I think I also really like the band big thief. So I'm sure that was catering a lot to that too, but there's just something like inherently percussive about the acoustic guitar that I think just pairs really well with drums. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of wanted that texture in there too. Well, uh, Sounds great, so nailed it. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> now the next song, and I'm sure I'm not trying to just like inflate your egos. Treat me nice is, I would say, my favorite song on the album. What? I am <laughs> yeah. so glad people like this one because I, I keep saying in these <laughs> That's interviews, hilarious. Bridget didn't want this to make the album, and I was like, why not? Wrong. Like, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And all, all right. these people are like making it their <clears throat> favorite. I love that. Sweet. <laughs> so funny. So why didn't you like it? Why didn't you think it fit? I just didn't, I just kind of saw it as like a scrap of a song. I didn't really feel like it. I mean, <laughs> not like any of the others are that long either, but I don't know. I just felt like it was a real scrap of a song. I just felt like there should definitely be more to it than there just wasn't. But again, like I had finished that thought and so there was really nothing else to say or, or mm-hmm. go with it. So the only thing that, and this, this song I had had kind of in my back pocket for a while. The only thing that I think I had thought about doing that I didn't do right away on it, which is that very ending with the palm muting. Um, that's the, the best riffs. part. Yeah. I like that's, it good. That's easily the best part. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about scrapping that too. And I was oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's so good. Yeah. I, Thank you. We all the way up through recording drums. Like I was fighting to get real drums on it too. Cause <laughs> I thought it wasn't going to make the record otherwise. And, and you were like, no, no, let's just not, let's not. And then, and then finally you were like, okay, we can put digital drums on it, I guess. And I think that that actually, played to it really well i did like that choice yeah but it's just another one just like divers it's like just another one of those like really shitty placeholder beats that like i threw together and like you know used a hundred percent of my brain to try and understand how to do it and like 
it just like ends up being a very goofy thing that mm-hmm. I think that I think plays the same the demo too though it's like kind of experimentation with with yeah. sounds and like here's this I guess you know it's definitely the vibe where band is just like uh-huh. right you know? just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah for better or yeah. for worse I'm I'm sure there are other like so many other cool things that could have happened for that one too but it's like if nothing else it's us so yeah you know that's my current skill level with electronic drums and that's what it is so sounds great (laughs) thanks dude awesome uh and now we get to the last song on the album soaked in which had that awesome light bright music video loved it thanks yeah um what can you tell us about that song for this one i saw the video of like when i was making this up so the riff of this one the opening just like kind of chords came first and then I was just kind of playing with it and seeing like, okay, I like these chords, like what kind of melody would go with this. And so, I don't know, that one I, would, I wrote an acoustic. And so I was kind of playing it over and over again and trying to see what would make sense, like melody wise. Um, what else? Since I wrote it an acoustic, um, that kind of, that ending part with like the kind of quiet acoustic guitar i think that kind of stayed in there as acoustic because i was so used to that part being acoustic um this I is really i was just gonna say this is one of the only ones we did move some structural things around yeah because i yeah. remember when it started there's like some things that that didn't make sense to me but i know like bridget has a lot more of a like mathy music brain than i do so sometimes some of the things that she's trying I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around mm-hmm. so this was one that i was like okay what is that what are you doing there and we that one riff in there i don't even know what is it <laughs> yeah we we inserted a riff and then we scooched it to the back and then we just kind of moved some pieces around in this and i think that it ended up working out but mm-hmm. i mean even that we weren't like like rewriting the song by any means it just was like what if we do this and then go back to that and then you know stretch this part out and things like that yeah, and now I don't even remember how it used to be. It was Couldn't it was a couple you. different. I think chords we just didn't do something once, and then it was different yeah, chords, and we like ended it shorter. We did end it a little bit earlier. That's how it's little nice. little tweaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was really this is one of my favorites just because I was really happy to I don't know come up with that riff where it's the guitar only playing for a second before everything else comes back in, but. I don't know. I think this is it was a cool kind of way to experiment with like playing with some sort of theme that can kind of come back in and transfer mm-hmm. instruments and things like that. That was really cool. Um, totally. And yeah. Hell yeah. There we did it. We did it. Indeed. It was a little bit longer than the album was, but <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh what so we're like two weeks out, two and a half weeks out since it's been out. Um mm-hmm. what has the response been like? Have you exactly. has anything surprised you about it? All how many it. people like it yeah <laughs> right Definitely. yeah 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 i think seeing the numbers bridget texted me like i don't know a couple hours after it came out she was like for what's almost at 100 and then that night it was like you know creeping closer to 200 or something it was just like what just yeah, stuff amazing. like that yeah definitely like i don't know well mark you know mark's been spreading the word so yeah I want to oh yeah people about it oh yeah I yeah to i Glenn think for wilco about it does he like it? Well, I don't I know. I mean, I mentioned it to him when we were interviewing him. Then he's like, cool, I'll check it out. I haven't I haven't yeah. been so gauche as to be like, think of it. <laughs> but maybe I should. 
Someone yeah, I, I guess just the response. <laughs> it feels like we've just been holding on to it for yeah. a while. So to actually hear people talking about it and, and the ones that they like, I'm surprised by too. Like I didn't, I knew yeah. I like Treat Me Nice, but I didn't expect that so many people would say that that's one of their favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things like yeah. that. Just different opinions too. I mean, some of the, the articles and stuff people write, it's really interesting to see like they'll, they'll form right. a interpretations. Opinion. Yeah, they just think like this song is about this and they'll they'll write it down like that. And it's, it's yeah, interesting. That's always it's odd. Just it's like, just like, oh, oh, is it now? Do you want to <laughs> set the record wasn't. straight on anything right now? <laughs> Nissan Weekends, a lot of people are writing that it's like kind of a, a phone bad book good type of mentality <laughs> of like, you know. Which I guess is not a, a like wrong digital age kind of thing, but yeah. it's just it not. wasn't really what I was leaning into. But you know, if you get that out of it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but hey. it is quite funny. I don't know. Yeah, have, I have, mean, just a couple that are like about like relationships. I think like I think a couple of people have interpreted it just to be like, oh, this song is about like not feeling like you're worthy of love or whatever. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I think no, I am. I feel worthy uh, of it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just I don't know, that's just very interesting. It's just like how did you get that out of that? To me it's like Yeah. I know it's not the most clear lyrics, but I just didn't really well, understand I how. mean, this is not something we'd ever like would shut somebody down for for like thinking, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just, sure. it's something we'll text back and forth and be like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was going to be my question. Do you do you guys find yourself like reading the reviews and then texting each other and go, "Can you believe they said this?" or All "Hey, the they like this." Okay. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Every nice. like every yeah. single article we're just like, "Did you see this one?" Uh-huh. Basically, after they hang up here, they're gonna be like that asshole. Like that. Song. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. How dare you like our music? That's not what we do it for. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, and of course, you yeah, said I mean, you said the sh- the, the show at at Shuba's sold out. Great response. Yeah. Um, you know what? What I'm sure you talked to people at the at the merch desk, and uh, what were people saying there? People just said they love the record. I was shocked. We had people more people buy CDs than I thought would. Just like okay, all right, this is just thing. nice. People are just so damn nice, dude. Yeah, a couple people. There were like a couple people that I had never met before mm-hmm. that just said they were fans, and that mm-hmm. was insane. Um, now, when you're up there playing, are you are you suddenly looking out there and people are like singing along, and you're like, "Holy shit, they know our music!" A couple of them, like normalcy, people like cheered mm-hmm. when we yeah. started normalcy. Which well, I that one's like, been out what? for a while, so I know, but it just yeah. was like, like yeah. to hear people like applaud because they like, "I mm-hmm. love this one!" Like that's right. so crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It was an interesting vantage point, too, because it's like, I don't know, you know, some of my friends are telling me like, oh, my God, like the energy was crazy. The whole crowd was moving. And I guess because just the angle that I was at, I didn't feel like I kind of felt like are people moving enough? Like, I didn't feel like it was like (laughs) didn't it didn't like feel like, you know, I was like, should I be doing more? Like, what should I be doing to get them just more activated? But like other people were telling me, it's just like, oh, yeah, people were moving around a ton. And like, you know, so excellent. I don't know. It's an interesting thing, just like how different that that view can be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I had a great time. And then we so as, uh, yeah, go ahead. we ended it with "Say It Ain't So," which was that was <laughs> one where it was just like the whole room is singing along, and like yeah. yeah, it's not our song, but like oh my god, what a feeling! Good. I had people afterwards. They were like, "You ended it with Weezer. That was so great." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like our backup plan. We were like, if they say encore, we should probably practice this cover that <laughs> okay. we have. So. 
Yeah, and then we basically made them encores because we were like, we want to play Weezer, so we're just kind of kind of like <laughs> half get gonna. off the stage. You knew they were gonna. <laughs> sure. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so as we get out of here, what are you guys most excited about over the next couple of months? You're going out mm-hmm. on tour. You got yes. a whole bunch of shows lined up. Uh, super Fake. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. They actually told me that Ravenswood on Tap got announced. They, so, I didn't get announced. I just was on the website and it was it's there. On oh, the it did. Website. Yeah. It's on the oh, website. It's on the website. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Ravenswood we'll on, Raven's on Tap. We're July doing Do Division. Do Division Fest is on June 4th. That's announced mm-hmm. now as well. That's going to be a ton of fun. Wunderbar is headlining that night. Um, I cannot wait to watch from the side stage. Um, tour late July um, to early August. It's going to be a ton of fun. Is there a city you're like super stoked to be playing? I, I love like playing Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Nashville. Wow. Right. We know some people down there too, so mm-hmm. it's 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 a good time. I'm excited to play Minneapolis. I've never played there before, but I like their music scene a lot. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've never played Detroit or been to Detroit, I believe. So that'll be interesting. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's be great. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, again, wanted to say thank you so mm-hmm. much for for coming on. Uh, everybody, check out Fawn. Uh, it's so good. It will only uh, take up 17 minutes. It only takes 17 minutes of your time. So it's really the least you could do. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of money and time. I don't know what is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Uh, So great to see you both again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so excited about what's to come. Yeah. So great to see how much success you're having now. So hopefully that continues to build. Appreciate you guys so much. You guys all the best. All right. You too. Thanks so much for listening today. We are No Risk Bands. We drink for free. Music, of course, has been provided by Merlin Wall. Please check them out on Spotify or on Bandcamp. Please also subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at No Risk Bands and check out our website at norisbands.com. Risk Bands.